Tamam. Are we rolling now? We're good? We're rolling. Okay, We're rolling. Sick. We're live. Sick, sick, sick. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the, the Curator's Couch. I have another very, very special guest here today. He's a... Uh, He's a, a world-renowned photographer, huh? Alhamdulillah. 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 Um, uh, where are you from? I'm, um, well, I see, I, I never really discussed that online. Oh, okay, then. No, but, it, there, like, there's a, like, I can tell you. Um, I'm originally Yemeni. Okay. I was born in Saudi. Okay. I grew up in Saudi, and then I came here in 2005. 2005, nice. So I've been here for a while. Yeah, I came here in 2004 as well, actually. Okay, yeah. So. yeah, 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 yeah. And you went to school here, grew up yeah, here. Yeah, high school did all the things, yeah. and then I went to uni in London. Nice. I got uh, kicked nice. out so at some point. Oh, okay. That's kind of. I was I, almost kicked out of uni too, bro. That's why I became a photographer. That's, yeah. That's mainly why. Yeah. So how was that like? How was that conversation with with your family saying that you know this is this is the career path I want to choose and obviously because I know the stigma around it you know in in our cultures and. It's all over the world, but especially in our culture here, you know, it's, uh, uh it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a pleasant conversation. Of course not, I can imagine. Um, you come from a family of lawyers and bankers. And yeah, that. I know the few things. It's not a, it's not a career path. It's not a, it's not a real <laughs> job. It's like, yeah. What you gonna do? You're gonna take photos? So what does that mean? You're gonna take passport photos for the, <laughs> like for a living? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> hey, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> When I said I wanted to go to, to the media school or film school, they said, what are you gonna do? You gonna take photos for passports? So I was like, no, that's not the job. Yeah, it's... And they're like, oh, so what are you gonna be then? Are you gonna be Scorsese? You gonna be Christopher Nolan? Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm trying yeah. to do. And they're like, ah, okay, batik. So would you say that you have passions outside of photography and, and you want to extend that to like making... I mean, films, short movies. I I started already. The thing is, uh, photography is a good stepping stone. Yeah, you you can sort of get through that industry and make a few contacts, and then it's it's easier mm. to 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 transfer into film. Yeah, you want to get into film immediately. It's possible. It's not impossible, but yeah. it's hard to because the video is basically like the the bigger boss of. A, yeah, exactly. You need to know framing and you need to know like lens uh, shutter speed and whatever. Yeah. Then you can just transfer into that. Um, you can make your own films at any given yeah. point, put them on YouTube, and then if somebody is interested to take on what you're doing, yeah. then that's your. So I'm speaking of like the shutter speed and yeah. the exposure. Okay, and okay, okay. How, how, how did you learn all these like technical, very specific, and, and you know, they're very detailed little things that you can't just, I mean, I guess you can learn on online and stuff, but do you say you maybe had a mentor or you did it all on your own? Or? I definitely had mentors. Okay. Um, YouTube is a great asset. Yeah. It has almost everything. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been such a common theme of this yeah. thing I'm doing here. Every time I ask someone, how did you learn, like, what, what you're passionate about? YouTube University, bro. YouTube is, is, a, is a great... <laughs> Asset, uh, asking questions is amazing, very underrated. A lot of people are too shy to approach. Yeah. I think um, sending emails or mm. uh, even filling up a form on somebody's website, people get back to you, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Way bigger than you ever expected. Exactly. It's not about you also being big at the end of the day. Like, these venues are there for people to use. Yeah. And most people are just so discouraged before even trying. 
just ask questions, be around the, the, the right people, look for the people who are doing what you want to do, just be around them. And learn from them. It's yeah. fine to admit you might not know something. And not to be like a, a piece of chewing gum, don't stick around to them too much. But Obviously. whenever you can, yeah. and just ask, like, sorry to bother you, man, but like, do you know, or yeah. can you explain, like, and most most people are really really happy to share what they know because exactly. it makes them look good, you know. It's people like oh, talk. I know this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Oh, I can look good in front of this kid. So, and you just you have to be a sponge. You just have to listen. Yeah, exactly. Go. Like, I mean, now with COVID and whatever, it's a bit different. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have as many sure. events and stuff like that. But uh, it's very very helpful just to, to open up your ears and listen. Yeah. Somebody or another in whatever industry, whether it's the same one you're in or a different one, is going to have something to say. That's useful, and you're gonna learn something from yeah, it. Of course, even you can, you can always learn. Yeah, every you, you should take every meeting with somebody new or every experience that you haven't done before as it's a learning experience. Hundred percent, bro. Like, everyone has a lesson to teach you. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. And if I, I remember I was watching an interview with the um, the ex photographer of the British royal family. Okay. He was shooting them for. 60 odd years, 70 odd oh, years. Oh wow. Yeah, he was with them from the beginning. Yeah. And they asked him, they said, you know, at your experience and your age, being retired now, given like the royal decree and whatever, <laughs> would you say you've mastered the art of photography? Or would you would you say you've mastered your craft? He said, no, I'm learning till today. Yeah. He's 96 years old. Wow. So if he says to me that he's still learning, uh, I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. You can't. You can't you just can't say just you know come everything. Here and say like, yeah, I, I cracked it. No, you. You <laughs> might be good at it. Don't get me wrong, but there's always new information, new techniques, new stuff. Stuff you haven't come across. It's inevitable. Of course, especially in creative fields like like the things you're into and yeah. I'm into as well. It's ever changing. You can't ever say I I know everything about this. Or no chance. Yeah. No chance. There's no way. But speaking of you know. What you were talking about yeah. about meeting new people and mm -hmm. learning from everyone and i see you post a lot of like quotes and mental health little like yeah quotes and stuff like that and it's it's been a bit of a common theme uh, talking to these creatives that i've been talking to that you know as as awful as covid was and all all the negative things that came with it i feel like from talking to the people i have Lots of creatives have taken it as a very good thing in terms of their mental health and working on their crafts and getting better. And I guess just, you know, focusing on themselves. Would you say that's been something that's positive for you or, or not too much in terms of maybe obviously work has slowed down a little bit, but in terms of yourself and your mental health, like how has that affected you? What I would say is... Um it was definitely a very, very needed slowdown. Yeah. You know, be fine. A big chunk of my job is to network, right? Mm. It's just what I do. Yeah. I have to get to know people in of order course. to work with people. But I think the whole pandemic served the purpose of, first of all, helping people realize what's, what's, what's of value. You know, we often took stuff like health. Granted, yeah, definitely. You never really, you know, it think never crossed twice your mind. It. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, cool. I could go out, see all exactly. these people. It's fine. Yeah. It's just a part of my day where it was. It was a privilege. Yeah. To to Even something as simple as shaking someone's hand. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. And um, 
what I think uh, helped with my uh, craft and whatever is just having time where I didn't have to be anywhere. Yeah. All I had to be was home. Time to yourself. So yeah, yeah, I could have time to myself. I could just go through my old work and see what I've been doing, what was being done well, what was, what could use improvement, working on developing new skills or learning or listening to other people. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. And it's just important to have that positive mindset because if you don't, you just end up in this hole, blaming yourself, kicking at yourself, and just not knowing, like, what am I going to do? Like, I work is slow, I don't have no ways to make money. And that's hard. Like, that's not a good position. But COVID taught us to also save for a rainy day. Yeah, that's for sure. You know? You plan ahead. You can't just... Uh... Nobody ever thinks about the rainy day, but when it comes, it comes. And it hits hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a good lesson in, uh, in, in pacing yourself financially, socially. Mm. If you're not feeling like socializing today, take a break, man. Yeah. Sit, sit at home, watch some TV, eat something good, have a workout. Very true. It's, uh, it's, I think it was a very... Uh, it served its purpose, for me at least. I agree. I don't want to say it's good or bad, because then some other people can come at me and say, oh, but I went through yeah, one, two, three. Course. I don't want to disregard what they went through. But I will say it, it served its purpose. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I'm not trying to be insensitive to anyone yeah, who's been through anything, of course. But uh, just from gauging from the people I've spoken to so far, I mean, they've they've used it as a, as a, as a growing experience, I guess, as much as they can. Because on, the on the whole pandemic thing, I, I went through it, man. My, my dad got COVID. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's yeah. okay, bro. It's just part of life. Yeah. He was in the ICU for three weeks. Alhamdulillah, is he okay? He's okay now. He's recovering. He's making a gradual recovery. Okay. So uh, this thing is real, man. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I, <laughs> it used to be like, oh, I, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know anyone who yeah. got it. I mean, I got it. Yeah, yeah so there you go. Alhamdulillah. Was Alhamdulillah. Was so, you know, and some people get it and don't feel anything. Yeah. Know, two, two, three days. And yeah, like, exactly. And some people like my dad. Pretty serious. It hits everyone differently. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the most horrifying thing about it, for sure. So, alhamdulillah, for the position we are in, man. Yeah. Whatever that position may be, if you're not dead, you're okay. Yeah. Exactly. That's what they say, rest in peace, because when he dies, the only time you rest. Yeah. Man, I can, <laughs> I can understand that for sure. But anyway, yeah. besides being... Uh, so on a lighter note, Kida. Yeah, of course. Only, um, who are some of your, your... Do you follow photographers? Who are some of your favorites? That's all I do. Yeah. That's all I do. So give me like your, your Mount Rushmore. A fool. Your top four or five. Josh Tepp. Okay. I don't know if you would have heard of him, but he's I haven't. pretty big piece. I, I wouldn't say he's, he, he's not mainstream. Okay. But his work is just something about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one. I'm going to check him out for sure. Um, Nima Benati. She's excellent. Sandy Kim. Okay. Uh, excellent. You have oh Kato. Kato handles all of Diddy's stuff. Oh, okay. So Diddy, his kids. His photographs are always insane. Kato. Yeah. Kato is twenty-one years old. Oh damn! Twenty-two years old now. Yeah. He's now in charge of doing everything for Ciroc. That's crazy. And all of Diddy's stuff. Yeah, Diddy's uh, all of it. And uh, one more director would be. Uh, they're called. Uh, 
Clinic Mundo, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. The two guys. All right. And uh, their recent most known work is uh, the weekend music video for Save Your Tears. That's a great music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's them. That's a great music video, actually. Wow. Those two are okay. Excellent. What about like the obvious, the obvious ones, the the Theo Skudra, the the Race Corrupted Mind? Uh, no, not not too into them. I mean, uh, I have my reasons. Theo is really good at what he does. Yeah. You know, I don't discredit that. Yeah. But uh, I. I had my time frame where I sort of looked at what he did and I studied it and I learned about it. Mm. And uh, his, it's tough with him because he's not showing much of what he's doing. That's true. So it's hard to know like what he's doing. His Instagram is not so active. Yeah. Um, Ray, good at what he does mm. in terms of the whole film look. He, he's, yeah, he shoots primarily in film, right? Yeah, so th- that's something I respect and I appreciate. But um, it's not so much for me. Yeah, you're a digital man. Yourself, I'm more of a digital yeah. guy. I'm practical, man. Yeah. The, the stuff that true. I do is like super run and gun, spontaneous. I yeah. just I haven't had the time to, to to do the whole film thing. Yeah. I would like to at some point because yeah, I would, would like to understand what's would you what's there. See yourself, you know, getting into that at some point, maybe. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Maybe in my own time at first. Yeah, definitely. Commercially, I feel like the the nature of what I do involves a lot of. Uh, Show and tell immediately. Yeah. Clients want to see exactly what I'm doing through the laptop. Quick delivery. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Um, so I, I have a business model that's working right now. Yeah. So I'm just running with it. But the whole film thing is cool. Mm. It requires a lot more set design, a lot more lighting design, yeah. which comes with bigger budgets in my opinion. That's true. So for people trying to... Do stuff and save on cost. Digital, I think, is a good way to go about it because I could still kind of recreate the film look. Mm. Not exactly through post production. Yeah, but through post, I can sort of get you something that looks like film. Yeah, and it's working right now. But I definitely intend to go that way. Yeah, yeah, someday. Someday. Like as as we said before, always something to learn. Of course, always, of course, always. Um, going back to what you said about maybe a quarter of your job being networking and I know these days you have the, the bit of a label of the celebrity yeah, photographer yeah yeah everyone wants to talk about that yeah <laughs> but how did that yani, how did that start how did you first you know get a, get into these circles or you know start meeting these people or yani, what was your entry point you'd say is it a friend? Or? A combination of right place, right time, and also me wanting to do that. Yeah. Um, just just by just having the pure mentality that, yeah, I'm going to do that. Every time you meet someone, you just get leads. Yeah. You know? So you kind of, did you always think in your mind, like, yeah. I'm going to shoot, like, whoever whoever these celebrities are when they come to Dubai, or come yeah. to, I want to shoot yeah. them, and I'm going to be... And it was always, initially, you try and reach out to their agent or their manager, it doesn't work. Yeah. And then it's a small city, so if you know, I don't know, if you know photographers, if you know influencers, if you know DJs, you know. All they, the circles are kind of... They hang out together, yeah. and um, it's about presenting yourself in the right way, you know. Initially, you have no experience, and everyone's like, so who are you? Sometimes you have to bluff it. You yeah. Have to be like, yeah, I'm an <laughs> established photographer. <laughs> oh, really? What do you do? That At that given moment, your work has to speak for itself. That's true. 
That's very you know? true. It doesn't matter if you've never shot a celebrity before, but if the, the person you're trying to shoot looks at it and thinks, cool, this is dope. Yeah. Maybe we could do something together that involves me. That's your entry point. That's true. You do one, two, three, it goes from there. Because the next time it's like, oh, who have you worked with? So one, two, and three. At the end of the day, the work always speaks for itself, exactly. I guess, huh? That's true. Exactly. Because a lot of photographers are very talented. Yeah. But they don't, they don't display what they do. I don't know what they're doing. If you're Theo yeah. Skudra, you could do that. Because the name at that point is speaking for itself. Exactly. Everybody knows what, what does Theo do. Oh, he does all Drake stuff. Yeah. Ah, enough said. But when you're not Theo Skudra, the work has to talk for you. People have to look at it and think, oh, like, I know those colors. Where have I seen them before? And that's kind of the case with me now. It's that I have a certain color palette that people presets know. And, yeah. it, it's not really presets. It's a combination of the lighting I choose. Okay. I know my time of day. I have a certain time of day where I'm usually shooting. That's signature. Okay. My, because of the, the time of day, which means that my settings are pretty standardized. Unless I'm doing something out of ordinary, then I'm adapting. But generally speaking, I'm shooting on the same settings. I rarely ever change my camera. Yeah. Third of all, you have your post-production sort of vision, which comes with presets if you're trying to speed up your workflow. Mm. If I'm editing 700 photos, I, I don't have the time yeah. to sit and tweak one by one. I can't. It's a copy-paste situation. Of course. You go through them all. Any mistakes, you correct it, you move on. Yeah. I can't submit 700 photos overnight if I'm doing it one by one. It's not possible. And a lot of people ask me, so why don't you sell your presets? Why don't you put these... Because you're kind of selling your secret sauce, bro. That's, that's one thing, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's not just that. I would much rather teach people how to do things, okay. which I've done on, on I've, Yeah, on, I've on seen on, on your Instagram as well, you have little like tutorials. Exactly. And, and the, reason the reason is, even if I was to sell you my presets, they would look garbage. Because you don't know how to utilize them. Because they don't know them. what time of day I'm doing it. Yeah. They don't understand that if they shoot in the nighttime, it doesn't work. There's a whole other system I use to shoot in the nighttime. Okay. It's, it's not a one fix, like, it's not a one size fits all thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do, I make a lot of money. But I don't, I just don't have that conscience to be able to do that to people. Because one day they will turn around and be like, oh, you cheated us. Yeah. Or that reputation goes out. Oh, this dude's just selling blanks that don't even work. It's not a good look. And it also shows your love for what you do. I mean, you don't want to just kind, yeah. of, kind of, not sell out, but, you know, just yeah. go for the quick cash grab and just yeah. put your, your what you love out there for people to not use properly, I guess. Exactly. Even last night, I was having a conversation with somebody who wanted to work with me. And they said, you know, I have this clothing brand. And I want to sort of hire you to shoot it. And I said, okay. It's none of my business, but I'm telling you as a friend. How are your sales doing? So said, oh, I haven't launched yet. This is my first campaign. Mm -hmm. I said, well, my advice to you would be let me help you create a system of your own that your vision can come to life with minimal budget. Start off that way. Exactly. Because it's easy for me to say, yeah, cool, campaign done. You spend a lot of money hiring me to do whatever campaign. Your sales don't cover you or... The investment doesn't I come totally in. I totally agree with that. You won't be able to sustain it. I totally in agree with that. In three weeks, you're dead. You need to earn the right to be able to spend this amount. That's on, what I'm on, saying. On and a lot of people have this be. ego 
complex, which is, no, I want to get the best guy on the exactly. market. Exactly. Can, how long can you keep it up for? That's so true. Even, you know, people I know who have started similar things to me and stuff, they've kind of just went all out budget-wise, equipment, this and that. Like, you can see what, what I'm working with here. Yeah, it's, of course. I, I'd much rather upgrade my equipment as a result of my success than just to start off with, I haven't earned it, you know what I mean? You know, like, till this day, I borrow equipment. And that's fine. Did, did you know that? I didn't. I don't own but, my own lighting. I don't own my own most stuff. Yeah. I rent. I borrow when I can. And I make do with what I have. Exactly. That's Until the point where my budgets for projects are so consistent that I need to buy something of my own because I just don't have the time to go and rent it. That's a different story. Yeah, that's a whole different story. But most kids want to come out and get like <laughs> red camera, 2470, 2.8 lens, big big rig. Yeah, cool, if you can do that, fine. But it's, if, if, if that's not your position, don't do it. It just, it doesn't, it's difficult to explain, but at the same time, it just doesn't sit right or it doesn't look, I don't know, it's just a, it's a weird, weird concept to me to... to, to yeah, I definitely agree with you, bro. Yeah. And like, it's, that's my system. It, it works for me. I'm not saying it's the, you know, the one and only. Of course, yeah. I mean, to each his own, whatever if works for you. If you have the ability to go out and buy the top of the line, please. Yeah, ahlan wa But if you don't, which is what I had to do deal with, mm. this is my advice to you, which is like, work with what you have. Tell me some of some of your favorite shoots that you've done. I know there was there was there were some really big ones, you know, ASAP Ferg and Young Ma, B Young, mm. uh, Michelle uh, Moron as well. Yeah, some of my favorite. The favorite ones, maybe it doesn't have to be one. It could be two or three. Or... I would say the Michele Morone one is uh, it stands out. Okay. I just butchered his name, didn't I? No, no. I mean, <laughs> people, uh, that, he, I'm saying it the way he introduced oh, himself. Yeah. Okay. But um, <laughs> his shoot was very, very uh, entertaining. Mm. Because the workflow was good. Yeah. We just had a good um, chemistry working together. He knows what he wants. I know what I want. I know the system by which he wants to get what he wants. Okay. So we make it happen very quickly. Nice. And we, we shot six looks for a magazine cover in an hour and ten minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. It moves fast there. Yeah, because it's like... You're on the same wave. There's no need for, oh, but hold on, but let me... No. I set up my lighting. Yeah. I ask him to stand. I do my test shot. Just make sure my, my stuff is on point. Then I'm ready. He says to me, look, this side of my face, whatever. Get this. Cool. Done. Tuck, 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 tuck. He looks at it. He's like, I like this one. Boom. Next. That's khalas. There's no too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't always happen. I can imagine. Sometimes you're on set and just nothing is working. And yeah. you're just like, Ya Rabbi, help me. How do you deal with that though? Like creative differences and... Have, uh, I mean, with, with one previous photographer I've spoken to as well, a friend of mine, he always let me know that sometimes when he's hired for a shoot... Um, and he would deliver the, 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 the photos back to the, the clients. Yeah, I heard this piece. Yeah, you, you saw that, right? I, I watched it. Um, yeah, so just for people who didn't see it, you know, when, when 
when clients receive their work and they have a couple of adjustments, they say they have a couple of adjustments and they give you a huge list of things to change and it's basically not even your work anymore. Um, has that ever happened to you? How do you deal with it? Like All the time. It's part of the, it's part of the job. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, the client comes first. Of course. They're I mean, paying you. Yeah. But they also need to understand what they're paying you for. Yes, but that doesn't always happen. That's an can, ideal world. Yeah, I can imagine. So for you to sustain yourself, you have to bend. Not too far in the sense that you have to also do your homework in terms of receiving a brief mm. and asking as many questions as you can before you say, I accept this job. Don't go into something that yeah. it's not comfortable because you will get pushed left and right. So experience is what teaches you how to read whether a job is suitable for you or not. Um, but ultimately, it just comes down to asking questions, discussion, and also standing your ground when you feel like something you're saying is right. Mm. Most photographers are intimidated by the client. Respect yeah. is important. Intimidation is wrong. You have to stand by what you know and you have to, you know, find some sort of middle ground. Yeah. So for example, for me, I, I don't do, I don't shoot many, um, many girls. It's just it's the way, I don't know, it's not that I have anything against it. Yeah. It just, I, I never got projects that came my way which were so interesting for me to take. Okay. A handful, yeah. Yeah. And um, initially I felt like I understood guys more. Just because I am one, so I get like <laughs> how you want to behave. Yeah. But then... Signing to management in Paris pushed me to have to do stuff with a lot of girls, models and famous celebrities and whatever. And you feel uncomfortable in the beginning because it's foreign ground. You don't understand what they mean by, you know, waste has to come in, jaw, jawline has to come like out, you know, all these things. And uh, part of being a photographer is being happy to put your ego down. Of course. And accepting that you don't know something. Because a lot of them are like, no, no, trust me, trust me, trust me. You should have that, but if somebody is an experienced model or celebrity, they know their sides, they know their faces, they know which way looks best in their opinion, because at the end of the day, it's the photo of them. Yeah, and especially if they're a model, I mean, they do this for a living. They, they know their lighting. Yeah. Like, I've shot some models who come in and tell me, this flash has to be at this setting, this flash has to be at that setting. This uh, aperture has to be at this oh, number. Wow. They know it to the T. Khalas. That, that makes your life... Uh, that makes your life so yeah. easy, uh, simple. Khalas. But a lot of photographers are like, no, 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 no. I'm trying to shoot it different. And that's where... Creative clash. That's where creative clashes happen. Yeah. So, and it doesn't... You have to sacrifice. Yeah. It's not always your way. Have there any? Have there been any projects that you turned down that you wish you didn't have to or you, you know it's not obviously saying no is is so hard but what was kind of the first no or something that uh see given my culture and my background like the fact that i got to where i am today mm. my parents are a bit they're not okay with it they're more like, all right, we can't say anything because it's going decent. Yeah. But the minute I try and do something too far, like go shoot a swimsuit campaign or whatever, mm. people are going to start asking questions. It's okay for being out of what you're doing culture. and whatever. So 
I focused on stuff that's that's pretty straightforward. Mm. Sneakers, cars, uh, celebrities. Any. Yeah. It's not too ambiguous. There's no exactly. room for, yeah, for me yeah, to get yeah, bl- yeah. put on blast. Yeah. So that's what I do. I just pick and choose, really. You sometimes have to say no. Just because if a client doesn't know what they want, I know that's going to be a headache for me. Of course. If they don't know what they want and there's specific questions you ask them in the beginning, you end up in a similar position to the other guest you had. Yeah. Which is where they're like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. We want this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and this changed. You shouldn't. Have and I guess you learned that from experience. You know, the more jobs you take, exactly. the more people you meet, the exactly. more clients you have on. I guess the more you you learn how to handle those situations and how to approach them before you even find yourself exactly in that place that you don't exactly. want to be in. And your contract has to protect you. Yeah. Your contract has to outline the terms. Yeah. How many changes can be made? How many times changes can be made? That situation into out of you. You go into it. You're. It's written. You it's know not, how yeah. many times you have to do things. Yeah. And in the case that they want to go above and beyond, there's a there's a payout for it. Yeah. So you're not doing it for free. Of course. You might not like it. Yeah. But you're getting paid for it. So. You said you mentioned you were with an agency now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how did that start? How did that happen? Uh, if, you, if you can disclose. I mean, I can tell you very briefly. Yeah. But it was funny. So, I get a DM one night from this page saying, hey, I have a big influencer that requires to be shot tomorrow. It's for a big campaign. Um, You get a whole lot of exposure from it. uh, You know, six million follower page. So I respond as a hi, thank you for getting in touch, whatever. Um, What's the budget? They're like, oh, like we, we don't really have a budget. It was more of a quick thing. Like, you know, we were wondering if you'd be interested to help. I was like, I'm always happy to help, but I can't do that without charging you guys money because I just don't shoot for exposure anymore. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, we understand. Thank you. We'll be in touch when we do have a budget. Okay. Have a good night. Five minutes later, the same page DMs me. How much do you want? <laughs> I named my price. And they're like, okay, tomorrow, 9 a.m. This, ho- this this hotel, this time. Okay. Cool. Show up to the shoot. It's 8.50 a.m. I get introduced to the, the hotel marketing lady. And then the agent was speaking to me, who becomes my agent later on. Okay. Uh, comes down, and then the influencer comes down. And uh, it, was a, it was a shoot for a watch brand. Okay. So the agreement was that I would shoot for an hour between 9 and 10 a.m. Because at 11, I had a different thing. Hair and makeup takes forever. The influencer doesn't get ready until like 9.35. So you're talking about going from 60 minutes to 25 minutes to shoot three looks. I don't have time. Yeah. Anyway, we bang it up, all three looks. When do you need the photos? Can you give it to us tonight, please? It's urgent. Cool, I need to shoot from 11 to 1, and then after that, I go home and I submit. It's fine. Submit everything. Client liked the photos, the agent liked the photos. Good to go. So the agent said to me, He said, uh, Can you come to my office so that I can pay you and um, we can discuss some work? Cool. And it, it, at that point, I was in like a pretty, I was in a pretty bad 
point like in my life like I wasn't making much money mm. I wasn't like getting many jobs but I still carried myself like a professional you know that's the most important thing and uh, he, he paid me my amount for that sh shoot and he said have you ever considered being managed I was like what, what do you mean mm. What's, <laughs> what, what, what does that mean and he's like like having management like having an agent when he said agent I was like oh I get it um Bluffed it again. I was like, yeah, I've had a few opportunities, yeah. but none that really interested me, you know. And he said, like, who, who offered you? I was like, I can't say it. It's confidential. He was like, oh, okay, but, you know, I'm willing to offer you to sign with us. Um, I'll draft a contract tonight. We'll run it by you. And if you're happy, this is what we're going to offer you and whatever. And uh, let me know. And I left. Left that meeting, got into my car. Couldn't believe yourself. I started driving home and I just started crying, bro. I have a video, I have a video of this. <laughs> I actually have a video of this. I started crying, bro, because I couldn't believe it. Like, th this was this was the dream. Yeah. I mean, it just happened, like, on a random day. And I was like, wow. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, bro. So I went back and I read the terms and I double-checked it to the lawyer and made sure everything was solid. And I said, Bismillah. And how's that? How long has that been? On? This yeah. was um, November twenty nineteen. Okay. Or December twenty nineteen. Okay. So just before the pandemic hit. Yeah. So I signed. We had a good two months, and then COVID happened. So we were just at home for like three, four months, mm. and then as soon as they opened for you to be able to move, which was around May. Yeah. May? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or June? I, I think, think it was May. May, May June, some, something some, like some, that. Something like that. Started doing work again. No, no, not with the same intensity as before, but yeah, yeah. within reason. And uh, just been doing a bunch of stuff. Um, the, the Michele cover. Yeah. Um, I got another cover coming out in two weeks. Nice. Yeah. You can say what it is because this isn't going to drop for like two weeks if you want to. Uh, it's, um... It's gonna drop in, like, um, three weeks' time. You're sure? Yeah, yeah, pause. Khalas, don't, don't have... <laughs> no, no, you know, I, but... I have, I, like, I a can, schedule. I, I can reach my contract for saying No, no, forget it, then, forget it. Um, it's not, not worth it, even. It's a magazine cover. Anyways, when it comes out... Yeah. And this episode comes out, you I'll can, have you it You can attach it. I'll have there. it there, so don't worry about it. Um, so that's been something we've been working on. It's pretty big, I'm proud of it. Okay. And uh, inshallah, you're just trying to level up the quality. Yeah. Shorten the delivery time. Just get a system running. Inshallah, bro, that, that story really brought a smile to my face about you getting the agency and everything. Oh, man. Allah Man, I'll tell you another story. <laughs> this is like one of the first steps to getting on the map. Okay. I had just come back to Dubai from England after getting kicked out of uni. I had spent like nine months eating like plain pasta yeah I can relate come back my friend was like yo there's this event it's called Soul DXP you really need to go like there's a bunch of people about five. I was like what, 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 what's this like I don't know what that Soul is Soul DXP bro he was like yeah you have to go you have to go yeah this is the uh, this is Soul 2019 okay so I was like so how do I go there he's like oh you have to get tickets I was like mm. <laughs> can't really do that bro so he hits me back 10 minutes later. He's like, you skate, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he says, okay, so there's this, this brand that wants to do a modeling job where they need skaters. So I was like, okay, sick. Like, if I model, can I get an, enter the event? He's like, yeah, probably. Okay. So we do the event. We do it on Thursday. And Thursday is like press day. Yeah. There's not much going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do it, whatever, and then we leave by like 6, 7. Next day comes... I'm hyped. I brought my camera and I was like, yeah, sick. Like, we're going to do the show at four and then at five, they're going to let us go and I'm going to just shoot as many people as I can. We do the show and they were like, all right, guys, um, go back to the D3 building, put the clothes back and then you guys can go home. Shit. And I was like, <laughs> no way. So I'm pissed off, man. Yeah. I'm walking back to the office, get changed. And then, subhanAllah, under the table, there was a AAA access pass. Yes. By complete chance, bro. <laughs> and I just, there was no one with me. Yeah. It's not the right thing to do, don't get me wrong, but I saw but it I, mean, and I was like, all right, <laughs> I don't think anyone's using this, so yeah. I might, you know. I mean, whoever needed it probably got another one, so. I'll use it. Yeah. So I take the pass, and I walk in through the back door, and I just start shooting as many people as I could, bro. Yeah. Anyone who looked remotely cool. I saw you shot Ben Baller and, like. Was no, that the no. Same? That was this, no. That was this was next sold. Or that what? was uh, a year. No, that wasn't sold. That's two souls later. Oh wow! So we're talking 2018. Yeah, not even 19. My bad. Damn. Yeah, that's two years later. Damn, that's crazy. So I go in and I shoot as many like some like anyone, literally anyone. Anyone, yeah. And I I struck gold twice. One girl had like 200k, and one guy had like 300k. Okay. And they posted me and I gained like three, four hundred followers. And then I remember I saw the basketball court. And I remembered that on, at the time there was that trend on Instagram, like hype courts. Mm, I remember that. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, damn, like, this court's really cool. Like, Bush Khalifa's in the back. Like, we could do something sick. Mind you, I have no idea how to use a drone. Not a clue. Damn. One of my one of my friends was in the event. He called me. He's like, "Are you here?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm here." He's like, "Oh, say, I haven't seen you in two years." He's like, "Oh, yeah, come through." So I say hello to him, and he was like, "Bro, I have a drone with me in the car." He's like, "Do you mind if we <laughs> fly it?" He was like, "No, it's cool." So we go into the car park. This is at like seven p.m. Yeah. on Friday. Put the drone up. Take the photo. Take a video. By nine p.m. The photos were up on Instagram. Um, I obviously couldn't go to any of the after parties or whatever because yeah. no one knew who I was. Yeah. Um, so I just went home. I slept and I was like, I have the pass so I can come back tomorrow. So I wake up. Phone blew up, huh? Phone's dead. <laughs> Completely. And I was like, how? It's phone charge. My Instagram's going nuts. I'm like a thousand followers up. My wow. photo is everywhere. Nike, Hype Courts, Hype Beast, High Snob, Steph Curry liked it, LeBron liked it. Damn, and I was bro. like, what's going on? <laughs> and I get a DM from <laughs> and they were someone was like, Oh, are you like Lugas? I was like, Yeah, that's me. Did I do something wrong? <laughs> and they were like, uh, yeah, we wanna speak to you because <laughs> so, on Friday I tried to go and they were like, No, it's invitation only. Okay. So they were like, No, 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 your name is on the door. Just come. So I go, and they were like, oh, like, how did you shoot this photo without our permission? Like, it's not cool. Like, you can't do that. And I was like, well, I mean, 
court's available to everybody. I tagged everyone. I never said it was mine. True. Um, if you guys want to, you know, take this a step further, we can. I've committed no wrong. They're like, no, 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 we don't mean to get off on the wrong foot. What we're trying to say is we really like the photo and we want to show what we did. I said, yeah. no, this is what I did. Yeah. Your media team is sitting in the cafe Saturday. I have two photos up on a video. They're like, no, we're just going to use it internally, you know, just to um, show them what, 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 what do we have. Yeah. It's like, okay, and if it goes public, then that's a different conversation. They gave me a pair of shoes, gave me a t-shirt, yeah. and then, and that started my working relationship with them. Actually, funny enough, I got, I, I got hired by them like a couple of months later to do some, some stuff. Well, Brooke. Nice to hear that. Allah ibarak fiq. Yeah, it's a it's, funny story. It's diff- yeah, but I mean, it's it's nice that that's how that situation ended up because in some cases... I could have been in trouble. In some cases, you could have been in trouble. In other cases, you know, these these bigger corporations with bigger resources that always try to take advantage of the smaller creative who's just trying to find out how the fuck to like live off doing all this stuff. You know what I mean? I got lucky in the sense that <laughs> the crew at the time... They had a good conscience. Yeah, decent people. They were good people. Alhamdulillah. 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 It's not always the case, you know. So that was one of the stories that yeah. a lot of people <laughs> enjoy, I guess. I definitely did. So, yeah, man. It's it's just crazy. Now, yeah. Like, now that I'm telling you the story, I'm just thinking about it, and I was like, I'm just, to my head now, I'm like, Zay. <laughs> like, how did I do that? Yeah. How was I so reckless at the same time, but still smart about it? Yeah, I mean, it, I took both to go in there and be like, I didn't do anything wrong. And I don't know. I Not everyone would have approached that situation the same way, I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. To wrap up, bro. Yeah, yeah. To uh, wrap up. I mean, I've. This has been one of the most enjoyable episodes I've thank done you. so far. I really appreciate you I having wanted, me in your home. Man. No, really, thank it. you so much for taking the time out of your day to, to talk to me and to be here. Of course. Wallahi, it means so much to me. Of course. So, to wrap up, yeah. your, your top three songs in rotation right now, what have you been listening to, and the best concert you've ever been to in your life? Top three songs at the moment. You can check your phone if you want to, or off, off, the, mm. off the dome, up to you. Uh, there's a song I'm listening to called uh, Lolo by Omale. Okay, he's he's sick. He's dope. I love him. You like Afrobeats? Yeah, me. Yeah. In moderation. Same. Uh, Saint John. I would say gorgeous. Okay. From his latest album. Yeah, I love Saint John. And there's a YG song called Jealous. That's a good song. I know that from song. his My Life 400 album. Okay, I'd say those three. Are heavy rotation right now. Heavy rotation right now. Yeah. Okay. Favorite concert. Yeah. Funny story. I was at the O2 Arena in London when Travis fell through the stage. No way. Yeah. The, the one with all the memes. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when when they were doing Antidote. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, and he, you fell. I was the, I was right in front of him. That's insane. Bro. Yeah, bro. How was that night? It was crazy. Yeah. Because uh, Drake was putting on a sick show. Travis comes on, Young Thug was on earlier, um, Section Boys, who are now called something else. Yeah. Um, Travis falls through the stage, they take him inside, take about 20 minutes. 
and then Drake comes back out, he was supposed to have this like um, projection of a moon throughout the whole yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. which didn't work that day. So he refunded all of us. Oh, wow. Yeah, because he no was way. saying, like, I'm going to refund everybody. And obviously everyone was like, ah, oh, like, what you mean, bro? <laughs> uh, we had bought our tickets secondhand off of someone else. So they got refunded. So they got refunded. That's annoying as fuck. Yeah. But that was a sick concert, yeah. I think, yeah. There's a few, man. Uh, Anderson Pack. At Seoul, huh? No, no. This is in London. Oh, okay. This is when, like, like not many people knew who he yeah, was. The yeah, tickets yeah. were £10. Pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And he had no intro. No way. So everyone was in the venue. And the, the, the drums and the guitars and the mics were all on the stage. It was yeah. And there was one of the dudes who does backstage who was wearing full black. And he was just messing around with the crowd. He was like, hey. <laughs> and then he, he just walked off. Lights are still on. Some other dude comes from, the, from, from behind and he's wearing a hoodie. And it's like a golden reflective aluminum looking hoodie. Yeah. Goes up to the mic, takes off the hat, and, and he starts singing. And it's Anderson Pack. And everyone was like, what? Like, what's going on? No openers, no, no nothing, one, nothing, nothing, That's nothing. Crazy. Straight to it. Damn, bro. Yeah, I went to a concert like that once as well. It was Nav. Nav? Nav, yeah, bro. The tickets were $4. In the States? In Canada. Canada. Yeah. I, I was living there for uni for a bit. Sick. And, yeah, it was just... The crowd was fucked up, and it was just Hype. all over the place, and mosh pits, and how many people roughly? It was. It wasn't a big venue. It was maybe like because there was like an upstairs area. It was like kind of like an opera house 000? vibe. Um, I would say no more than like five hundred people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, small, not too big. Mm. But yeah, that was fun. Dope. Yeah. Dope. All right. Won't take too much of your time. No, no, relax, bro. I could sit and talk to you all day. I swear. I mean, <laughs> all right, man. Thank you so much again of course, of for course taking the pleasure. time, guys. Check out, couch. check out all of his uh, his socials. Check out his website. It's all gonna be plugged. So go show him some love. Thank he, you. He's a great guy, and wallahi, thank, thank you again for taking the time. Shukran, being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you, bro. Curator's couch. <laughs> Everyone. Subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. Like, comment, follow, it's, save. No, now you have to save. Yeah. Save the save the, the post. Algorithm. Yeah. Show my guys some love. Insane. <laughs> Insane, bro. That was really fun. I yeah, bro. That, very bro. enjoyable conversation. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Of course, man. Of course. I'm so hungry, bro. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry.